Hello, everyone. Welcome to the La Leche Latte Random Talks podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Pabon, here with Yasmin Caceres. Hello, everyone. I'm getting on my Puerto Rican accent That's shit. Like Caceres. Caceres. I've been saying Caceres, all right, and I'm sorry. And okay. <laughs> we have Nisa Rodriguez here. Hey. Rodriguez, for those of us with less of an accent. <laughs> And we wanted to pick her brain, get to know her a little bit better, introduce you guys to the beauty that we were fortunate enough to work with recently. We shot uh, with Nisa and we're able to catch up with her at John's Boxing Gym. Shout out to John's Boxing Gym for hosting us. And I want to say, I was not only impressed with her energy, which happened from the first time that we met, but and the photos that she got me, which happens to be one of my favorite shoes to date. Oh, yeah. But her personality and her vibe and her passion speaks volumes. So Yaz and I decided to pull her. Thank you for coming to talk with us today. Yes, to catch up with us. The last time we had a little chat. If you guys didn't already see the interview, um, latinista.com, it was featured. Eddie's Pictures, our interview was featured. So if you didn't catch it yet, you need to go there now and do that. Shout out to Latinista. Thank you for publishing us. Yes. And so we just wanted to catch up. After all, we spoke about the last time. So you were in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I've uh, officially moved to Puerto Rico. Wow. Um, so yeah, I definitely don't like being back in New York. It's too cold. I came in the worst time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, these are my roots. So it was awesome. That shoot was like so much. Fun. I've done a couple of shoots, and I've never been around such great vibes. Like just everyone, everyone that was involved, it was just amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank that you. means a lot to us. La leche de la. Yeah, <laughs> you got that leche. Yes, light and love captured in the moment. And Nisa has so much of it, it was easy to capture. So thank you for that. Yes. And shout out to Mima Rocks, who's not here with us now, but she was the hair and makeup artist. And well, she, she, she came it. and she rocked yeah. it. And we couldn't have done it all without the team. But That's right. Nisa, we will have, you know, maybe 30 minutes with you today. And we have to crunch a lot of success and a lot of passion and a lot of good energy into that small amount of time. So tell people who don't know anything about you what you do, where you're from, and just some things about Nisa. Um, I guess in a nutshell, born and raised in the Bronx, Puerto Rican bred. Um, come- Wepa. Yeah, yeah. Wepa. Where the flags are. <laughs> <laughs> um, raised by a single mother who had four kids, sent all of us back to school. I was in a lot of sports, and up falling into boxing because of my father. I think every typical boxer getting into fights mm-hmm. and getting into trouble, so end up being history. Uh, eight-time Golden Glove champion, national champion. That's right. Um, You're going to get a snap for every achievement. Go, <laughs> oh, wait. Your fingers might get tired. Seven-time Metro champion, three-time uh what is a born and bred champion, Long Island champion, um, gold medalist at the Centroamericanos in Colombia, um, going for the Olympic trials this year, That's representing right. Puerto Rico. Yes. yes. Yeah, so it's a lot. And then uh, I actually was able to lead the first girls boxing program in the schools called I Can, I Will in Harlem. And in the Bronx, and it's really taken off. I unfortunately, because of all the traveling I'm doing, I can't open up to other schools yet. Mm-hmm. So we only have two, and I'm just trying to build on that. And I feel like I said and a lot, but <laughs> there's a lot going That's on. That's how it is. You got a lot of commas to what you're doing, yeah. which is beautiful. There's not too many women who can really like spar with you 
you know, on any so to level. speak, mm-hmm. on the on that level of passion, commitment, Word. dedication. I think that inspiring young girls to chase their dreams in alternative fashions, like what you're doing now with boxing, is really really inspirational. Though boxing Absolutely. is a brutal sport to some extent for folks, um, there is therapeutic release. I would assume in and that a discipline, right? Discipline uh, and a healthy way of releasing some energies can you talk about what boxing does for you personally and what a female who's maybe thinking about getting into boxing when Nisa or in her programs or in life in general might might expect uh what's it like tell us um <laughs> i think it's different now that i'm i'm in my late 20s when i started i was i had a hard upbringing so i had a lot of anger and it it was my therapy it was my release after i got pregnant at 17 i had my son who was my He's my motivation. Mm-hmm. So for him, it's like... What's your son's name for everybody who's oh, listening? My baby is Emerson. You have to see the smile on his <laughs> face the minute she talks about her Emerson, son. Emerson, you have a dope mom. Shout out to Emerson. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Nisa for being a dope mom. Word. She really lights up when she talks about her son. So. She really does. Yeah, he's my motivation. Um, had him at 17 after I won my first gloves. Uh, came back to nationals, got pregnant um, within a year. He was about nine months. I won my second pair of gloves. So I had my first fight when he was six months. It, it was really hard. But like I said, he was my motivation. And it's always been to be that role model for him, I guess, because being a single parent was very hard for me. Shout out to all the single parents. Shout out to the good <laughs> parents out yep. there. Yes. Right. Again, this is Yesterday we spoke about that. And yes, today, we, yeah. we met with La Bruja yesterday. Shout out to La Bruja, who's an amazing mom as well. <laughs> So yeah, Nisa, um, shout out to you, right? Kudos to you for for sticking to boxing, right? Because if you just listen to what she said, she said she got pregnant at a young age and she stuck to it. She got her first pair of golden gloves six months after giving birth, which is like most women kind of go on a hiatus, you know, but you did what you did and that's great. And she's still doing it. You just got back from Puerto Rico. What were you doing out there? Um, Getting ready for a training camp. I was supposed to fight twice and both girls... Pulled out. I came to New York for a week to fight for the Ringmasters, which is um, replacing the Golden Gloves. And two other girls pulled out, so now I'll be fighting in April nineteenth. April nineteenth. Right. We did speak about and that the last time. So you. So basically, you out here putting beats on so bad. You got girls <laughs> dropping out before you even they get to ain't fight. They showing Come up. They're like, yeah. Yeah. Wait, but yeah. <laughs> they like you know how many Golden Gloves she got. That's the champion. We can't fuck up. <laughs> so what happens when somebody doesn't show up? Like. Oh my lord, let me tell you. I got here and it's so different from training and PR. It's so hard to break a sweat. So I came in. Um, I was a little overweight. I had to lose seven pounds within three days. And I went through all this just to find out I wasn't fighting yesterday. And it's it's very unmotivating. But I know that I have to keep training hard. And I, and I know mentally, as far as myself, I can only speak for myself because someone is always going to be fast or stronger. I know nobody can outwork me because the work I put in is not only for me, but I know I'm going to support my family. I know I'm going to take care of my mother. I'm going to take care of my son. So it's either now or never for me. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that. that so you're fire. back in New York. You don't you fight April 19th, but how long are you here? Are you in New York until the 19th or are you going back to Puerto Oh, Rico? no. I leave to PR on Wednesday and I get ready for the qualifications for the Pan Ams in Nicaragua. Wow. So I'll probably be flying back from there. And then straight from there, I fight here. I'll probably spend a couple of days and I'm off to Manchester. It's like a world tour part two because last year I was gone for like six months out the year. Wow. So they keep us very active. 
So we're lucky to have you here yeah. today. I'm so excited. <laughs> She's going to be busy being international for those of you who can try to pull her after this. <laughs> Sorry. She's an exclusive La Leche de la de yeah. interview. You, you guys always got the, the, the first call. We got yep. dibs. Yes. Oh Thank you. Love we you. love you. So what what has been your greatest challenge in the whole boxing experience? For girls who are interested in getting into this world, what are the sacrifices they can expect to to expect? Well, one of the biggest things is just from growing up, I've been doing this since I was about 15, and it's knowing the difference between needs and want. You don't need to be hanging out every weekend. You have to take care of your body, self-love, self-care. Yeah. You have to treat your body like it's a temple. Mm-hmm. What you put in, no drinking, no smoking, waking up five in the morning, getting that road work in because it's a big thing. It's not only what you're doing in the gym, but what you're doing at home. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, eating right because what you're eating is, is going to affect your performance. So that's a big thing for any athlete. And I think you don't even have to be an athlete to do that. Like, it's fine to go out every once in a while and enjoy yourself, but know your limitations because your body's your temple. Right. And when it comes to sports, it it takes a toll on you. Like, right now I'm in my late 20s and I'm dealing with tendonitis, arthritis. I have anemia. I have, like, a lot of problems going on. But because I'm taking care of myself, I'm able to last in this sport, which is not a sport for you to have for a lifetime. You only have a certain window because of the damage you do to your body. Mm. You're overdoing it. Yeah. But like I said, I have I have people counting on me, so I have no choice. It's not never. Yeah. Well, listen, you are doing an amazing job. You really are. You're a commendable woman. Um, what is one of the most ex- inspiring moments or exciting moments you've had in your career thus far? Um... Anything that involved my son, having him at the fights. They, they recently premiered um, Cradles of Champions on Showtime. It's a documentary about me and two other male fighters. I'm the only female fighter being featured. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the only yes. one. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty dope. It was premiered in a lot of places, and it, it got some awards in the film festival. I got to check that out. I yeah, no it's pretty, you can find it on uh, Prime. Amazon Prime, you can find it on mean, Showtime no. on demand. It's it's really it's inspiring. My son was involved in it and having things like that. I like I said, my son is my biggest motivation. So I wanted him to look up to me and whatever his future is to have someone not only himself to push himself but to look for that in a companion because I'm what his future wife is gonna be. So I pay attention to how mm. I dress, how I act, what I wanna accomplish. Mm. So you have to give them the example of what a real woman is, yeah. not a freaking trash this is, woman. Which is another conversation we had yesterday. We Nisa is hitting some real important things here, Absolutely. folks. For those of you who are young parents trying to figure it out, for those of you who are older parents and having still maybe some, yeah, still trying to figure it out. Piece of advice or a piece of golden information here: everything you do to your child. Every experience you give them, every word that comes out of your mouth, every action that you make is being instilled, ingrained, and programmed into these kids. And so you have to understand that love, support, um, uh, diversity, inclusion, teaching them how to love themselves, how you love them, how you love yourself is very important. You cannot tell a kid, go and change the world if you're not trying to change the world yourself. And so, love yourself, be kind to yourself, but also be mindful that there's this child that's paying attention to you, and their world is surrounded around how you treat yourself, 
and how you, you treat your kids. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a perfect example before I shut up about this. You know, I I recently came across someone who has some issues with, with their mom. And it was really sad to me to see that a grown man could be so affected continuously throughout their years, even in adulthood, by the relationship that they have with their mother. And their mother is not necessarily in tune to the damage that they're having. It's just kind of this cycle of like, you know, you're not good enough or you, you, you do this wrong, you do that wrong. And this is how this man thinks. You know, like I'm not good enough, or maybe you know I'm very apologetic and very humble, and, and he's a sweet person. Fault. He's a great guy, right? But he's 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 got this program that mommy right. gave him. So shout out to you and to the great moms who are doing what they can, the best that they can, but instilling love and compassion right. and, and chasing your dreams. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, <laughs> aside from being a mom, uh, what is it? Aside from being the best mom ever, which you're doing a great job. <laughs> What is it that you hope to achieve with boxing, you know, ultimately? Like, where do you see yourself in 10 years, comfortably, that you're like, all right, I did that? Um, first and foremost, as, as far as making the Olympics, I feel a lot of people have been pressuring me, pressuring me to go pro, and that's something that you can just get a license, not an issue. You know how hard it is to become an Olympian? Mm. To wow. be one of the Olympians representing La Isla, like... Mm. That's something for my son. You're Spartan. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people. It's not just you go and show it to the Olympics. There's qualification after qualification for your continent and fighting other ones. It's 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 a science behind it. And for my son to to be like, oh, my mother went to the Olympics. Right. She That's a huge deal. Yeah. And then, luckily, hopefully we'll be good pro. And, um... I, I don't expect to get rich off this. And I told my son, you know, he has to go to school. If you ask my son where he can have a girlfriend, when he got a college degree and he got his own apartment, don't bring no girl to my house. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, like, he'll tell you. My son is nine. He'll tell you that exactly. I already talked to him. Like, that's fine. I have friends, but you need to go to school. And I can't, I can't preach to my son about school if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's one thing. Another thing would be just opening up a gym because when I started... I started with three gyms and training in three gyms and they all shut down. Mm. And these were gyms that were free to kids. I live in the Bronx. My mother was a single parent. There was four kids in the house. There was no way she was going to pay for me to go to the and gym. And you went to Catholic school, which is yep. not She cheap. was working three jobs. That's insane. Mm. Within that Shout school. Shout out to mom. Mm. Old school, old school moms Nisa. that did all the work yeah. Yeah. and laid the grounds. This is something significant about what you said, which really quickly was that you don't expect to get rich off of this, mm -hmm. but that you do hope to achieve these things for the sake of the community, for the sake of being a role model to your children and to other people like you, other little girls that like were the little girl that you were, right? Mm -hmm. um, this, you, you, you cannot expect to be rich doing what you love to do and getting the rich part of it first, folks. If you do what you love, the money will flow. Will People will yeah. flow, It'll things will you. flow, but find happiness. Happiness is true richness. We've been led to believe that Absolutely. money equates to happiness and that's not true. The most miserable people in the world statistically are the most rich people in the Listen. world. So, that with that being said, yes, <clears throat> just find your happiness, chase your passions, and do it Nisa style. <laughs> Nisa, Con fuerza. Talk to me about a loss. We've talked about all of your medals and is there a time that you lost a fight and you were just like Um, yeah, I remember going for USA Nationals and um I lost a tight decision and it was something that, you know, it was taking away time from my son. I was going to school, I was working, I was up every day at four in the morning. 
going to sleep at 11 at night and I put my, my whole life on hold for it. And I took that loss and I knew, like if, if I lose and I know I lost, I'm not going to be a sole loser. But I knew I won. And like I just broke down. I started crying because my trainer paid his own way to nationals. I felt like I let him down. Aww. Yeah, that was times that I was taking from my son. That was like all this stuff that I was going through, you know, mentally, because I, I was dealing with on again, off again, postpartum. My son was still young. And um, it was just hard. And to come to find out, I ended up representing Puerto Rico, and I fought the same girl a couple of months later, and I beat her unanimous. So I was like, Hello, you know, we could have. I knew I'd be out the first time. Right. So I was exactly. like, yo, that's, you know what? Whatever. Everything happens for a reason. Right. You, the fact that you, you gave showed the second up, pela. you did it, you know you a winner at heart. Like, yeah. you know, right. you don't have to win every time. It just so happens that you seem to be a knockout at winning. Yeah. But that's why I put, if you notice one of the captions, I put on one of your pictures. She's gorgeous. She's sweet. She's talented. She would knock you the fuck out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that brings me to one of my questions that I wanted to ask you for those of us who are listening. I haven't read the interview that we did. What's dating life like for Nisa? Huh. Um, <laughs> like I said, I got people to take care of. So I have, uh, I have a friend. But at the end of the day, I don't commit to anything but my goals right now. Because That's I have right. a short window. And if that person wants to be with me afterwards, mm-hmm. then... They'll be there when it's... Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Listen, because I'm building an empire. Listen, friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You better play your cards right. You better get her some flowers and some chocolates. You better yeah, rub her feet. That's a real woman right here. You All let right? this go. You better blend her protein shakes. Whatever the <laughs> fuck you got to do, okay? You get on it. You better be cool with Emerson. Give her fun when she needs it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. she wanted fun today and she couldn't have it. So shout out to friend. All right? Hopefully later on on the update podcast, we get this friend's name and give you the juice. Yeah, no. But, uh, no pressure. Uh, no pressure. But it's good. <laughs> it's good to have that, though. You know, that person, somebody to go yeah. back to, whether it's a friend or something with potential. But I think it's good that um, you have that out there. So friend no offense but Nisa's technically single right now also for those right. of you guys out there that are rich and powerful oh my god <laughs> we need to get Nisa there. some sponsors alright she got the goods she just needs your backing so get in contact with her how can people get in contact with you Nisa let's go <laughs> Uh, Facebook, just Nisa Rodriguez, N-I-S-A, or on Instagram, Sweet Destruction, so Sweet underscore Destruction. Um, but beware, there are fake pages. I don't know, some random people that I guess didn't get, get the attention Imposters, they wanted. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So there are some fake um, pages out there. It's the one that has the leche photos. Look for those. <laughs> those are the real ones. <laughs> but like I said, I'm building an empire. So right now, at the end of the day, all I'm worried about is my family, my son, mm. and doing what I have to do. So if they're not with it, I don't have time for no BS. And that's 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 important. You know, a lot of us want to chase our dreams out here. There's so many dream chasers, so many people making plans, mm. and everybody's too busy trying to get money up for the club or for the next outfit. Right, there's so many out. distractions. It's a lot of distractions, but it's like, what do you value? What do you want right. to do with your Where time? Where are your priorities? You're going to wake up every day and live the Nisa life and, and chase your leche <laughs> all day, light and love, right? Or you're going to... You know, make excuses and just, oh, well, I have a Don't son, get so twisted. I can't. Sometimes or... that leche will have you fucked up, too. Okay? <laughs> so we need to, Shout know, out to la leche del arte. Everybody's leche. <laughs> so. <laughs> you have... Lisa, I have a question. I'm curious to, to know about your warm-up routine. What do you do? Do you meditate before? Is there, are you listening to music? Is there anything that gets you hype? Like, before a fight? Yeah. Like, Jersey Club music? You um, pop, lock, and drop it? What? 
Are you listening to Bad Bunny? Bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, what was what's going uh, on? I need to know. Need um, to know. do you pray? I oh every day. Um, mm. before I go to sleep and before and when I wake up, I, I thank God for all the blessings, whether it's good or bad, because I know He's looking out for me. Wonderful. Um, but before a fight, usually I make sure I talk to my mother and my son. Um, I. My father passed away, so I, I tried to talk to him for a little bit. Sorry for your loss, but shout yeah, out to you. Dad for making a great Seriously. role model. So he is proud. Yes, he I'm sure proud. he is. And what's his name? Eduardo. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and in short, yep. that's Eddie. So, I feel like we got a connection, y'all. Yeah. Um, but so the I, I met you. Yes. you. I know you lost your grandmother recently as well. Yeah, Um. but I was able to be with her Um. During her deathbed, I, I was able to take care of her, and you know she was funny. She was a funny little old lady, <laughs> typical Puerto Rican. We were always bonchichando, and she was always trying to sneak candy. Yeah. I love that woman. She was so funny, but um, it, it meant a lot. She was very proud of me as well. But um, yeah, like I was saying, with uh, I, I talked to my father for a little bit. I listened to a lot of inspirational um, speeches on YouTube. I have them on my iPad, like ET. Um, that's what yeah. I do all day, baby. I, yeah. I stop watching TV and stuff now. I kind of live a life of TED Talks and meditation. <laughs> it is. It's inspiring. Mm-hmm. It gives you that, that extra push because sometimes it's, it's hard to find motivation every single day. Mm-hmm. It's true. And not everybody's offering inspiration. They're giving you weak philosophies and yeah. just crap. That's what I wanted to ask you, too. It's like, what is it? I know you asked her what is it that she does for warm-ups. But what do you do? Because you mentioned that there's a few times you have postpartum, you've lost your dad, you lost your grandma. What do you do or what would you say to the listeners out here who are going through similar situations and just finding themselves so depressed? How do you lift yourself up? Um, I, I feel like postpartum depression, any of those problems are, are serious issues that people don't realize because you can walk around with a smile on your face and, and be dying Nobody inside. Want to know, yeah. And that's one of the things that was hard for me because in my family, I'm the strong one. So between my siblings and all my nieces and nephews, I'm the one that you know everybody calls to, so it's kind of hard. And... Are you the oldest? You don't always have I'm the second youngest. Second wow. youngest. Wow, no pressure. Yeah. The almost baby right. is yeah. the leader. And I was like the black sheep. I never hung out with the family. I, I always was rebellious. And I had a big problem with my mom. But um, right now, I do everything. My mom's my queen. And after I had my son, I was able to appreciate, to appreciate her more. Yeah, I kiss her feet. That's my, that's my queen. <laughs> but going back to the depression, I think you just got to take it one day at a time. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to stay in the shower and sob your eyes out. Because I've done that many times. Where you feel like you're not good enough as a person. Where you feel like you're not complete. Where you feel like you're not a good parent. And that's stressful. But I took it one day at a time. And that's all you have to do. Sometimes it's not going to be the best day. But that's going to lead to better days. Yes. It's not what you do. How you... It's not about the bad energy how is how you deal with it right. exactly yeah. you know like you could you could either feel the feeling let it pass through you process it and keep chasing your passions let it fuel you or you can let it destroy you yeah right and don't suppress it you have to, if you feel like crying like you said cry. just let it out yeah. otherwise it's gonna drive you insane but and also know to let it go when you need to like feel the feelings and let it go i think some of us are walking around 20 years later still mourning someone who lost mm-hmm. or yeah. you know we know we all have that family member who never got over, over that rejection or yeah, that issue you, that right. trauma that happened whatever it was yeah. and they're just living this life of depression mm-hmm. repeatedly right so recognizing the feeling 
feeling the feeling and then letting it go. Yeah. Very Allowing important. yourself to be Allow so yourself to feel it though, man. Don't suppress it because that just that's like people go crazy. Mm. But I think that's one of the best things of being in New York. You can cry outside and nobody bother to ask it's you. True. You know how many times I've <laughs> cried on the train? I don't know if that's a good thing you know or a bad thing. It's true. You know how many times I've cried on the train? Or just I'm dying the here. People it's just true. walking by like, and I don't I just, know who you are. Like, I don't care. I don't hold back. If I need to cry, if you're going to train, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry. And I don't care. And and it's true. People, you, won't you, bo- just, you won't be bothered. Exactly. Like, just let me fucking cry. Let me let me get through what I'm going through. Yep. And that's it. People have stopped me, though. Oh, they I have. One time, this Ooh. lady, she gave me her tissue. She was like, I'm... Whatever it is that you, you know, like she was, she offered oh, me some encouraging yeah. words. Great she souls. wasn't raised here. You know, <laughs> yeah, she's not New Yorker. Exactly. Lots of love for the beautiful souls out yeah. there. But yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. So you could cry wherever you want. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> so you said that you had a troubled childhood to some extent, that like you were rebellious, mm-hmm. uh, which led you to this. What was the defining moment or the factor that took you from, quote unquote, being troubled? Or, you know, just being a badass kid, if you will, to the light click, switch, clicking and just, yeah, just let me do this with this. Let me turn it into something positive. Um, I don't, I don't know exactly when I want to say when I gave birth to my son, but that would be a lie because I'm still trying to figure it out now. Mm. But, um, I dealt with my father as good as a man as he, he was, God bless his soul. He had a bad alcohol problem, which it's a big thing with Latinos. Yeah, absolutely. And it's sad, but he was a great man. Even from jail, I was pregnant. He would call while I was in labor. I don't know how he called so much. <laughs> but he he was always there for me. And um, that was one thing that bothered. Because if you, you have a, someone in your family that's an alcoholic, it, it, it can be embarrassing sometimes. But you have to realize. I realize now that he had his own demons from growing up. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that are being surprised. That he didn't deal with. Yeah. Yeah, this is very important for people to recognize. Perspective is everything. And Mm. people who are quote-unquote alcoholics, drug addicts, uh, suffering from addictions, these people are beautiful people, oftentimes having suffered through a great deal of trauma um, and significant hardship. And they're just trying to medicate. And Mm. they're self-medicating. They have poor coping mechanisms, right? So these are not people who are ugh in life, that most of us kind of have that reaction to them. Really, these people need a hug, they need some support, and they need some reassurance, and maybe just that extra bit of love that you can provide or support will be the tipping point into into their epiphany of sobriety. Because you don't know what they're going through, Mm -hmm. so you have to be compassionate at all times. Yeah, my mom, unfortunately, may she rest in peace as well, was a a heroin addict for a long period of time. She she didn't lose her life being a heroin addict, but she was an addict. And I became a substance abuse counselor as a result. I practiced for 10 years trying to help people heal um, from addictions. And I met thousands of beautiful people Really beautiful lost people who had potential to do great things with their lives but just couldn't seem to to find other avenues to deal with the shit that they, whatever it was, you know, that they dealt with. Whether it was death, poverty, or just life issues, being sexually assaulted, things like that. So, shout out to dad for being a great dad regardless. Uh, and, and be a support to people out there who are going through some of these things, you know. Uh... I, I really, really commend you, Nisa. Thank you so much for coming to meet with us today. We have about three minutes left. What is it that you want to say to the people who are listening? Uh, impart your wisdom, your words, whatever that may be. Um, I guess in general, just be kind. I think that's the biggest thing that I say. Um, and before you can love anyone, you have to love yourself. Mm. That's the biggest thing. Um, take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones because you never know what's guaranteed for tomorrow and what I try to do and I try to instill not only in women but in, in men is just work hard 
don't try to take the easy way out and take care of yourself and what all these material things that you do i know we have that like bronx mentality with sneakers and nice cars mm. but when you die that hood mentality it is you want to have experiences. You want to impact someone else's life. Mm-hmm. I have kids that come up to me now that are the adults and like, I remember when you gave me a pair of gloves. I remember when you, came, you gave me uh-huh. a pair of shoes. And you know what? We saw that that day in the gym. Not for nothing. When you walked in, I feel like the space just lit up. Like you are, you're the life of that place. At least for in us, she was. We <laughs> yeah. was living. We was like, yeah, she arrived. The way everyone came to you, even the little kids, the little boy, the little girl you took a picture with. It's like they see you and they see something so big in you do you know what i mean yeah. it's like you inspire them i think it's just a whisper of like motivation i i worked in a school for eight years in the doe and it was so many kids that just felt unloved mm-hmm. and that break even though about it breaks my heart because it's like y'all what you tell a kid today is what they're going to remember as an adult tomorrow mm. it's true so you need to speak life into them mm. whether you did it or you're still trying to do it you're trying to accomplish something you speak life into them because that's the future and whatever they do it's going to inspire someone else it's going to have that ripple effect and I think that's what matters the most because that's what I'm trying to speak into my son. He's going to be a Puerto Rican man growing from the Bronx. And I want him to do something great. So I need to, you know. Be great. And you are great. Girl, you are amazing. You are a star. People follow her. If you happen to be a super wealthy, well-connected, <laughs> potential sponsor, get in contact with her. She's She's headed for the Olympics. It won't be a waste of your time, efforts, or energy. But definitely, folks, follow her. How can people follow you? Uh, Facebook, Nisa Rodriguez, N-I-S-A, or on Instagram, sweet underscore destruction. Awesome. Once again, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Fab. And the name is fitting. She is sweet, but she will destroy you. That's right. (laughs) She will knock you the fuck out. So with that being said... Yes. Uh, I want you to know that you are filled with immense light, love, and potentiality. Chase your dreams, love yourself, and all of the blessings will flow from there. Yes. Until next time, thank Peace. you again. Be well.